Sideboob Cinema is a retrospective movie show for adults only. Educational, satirical, transgressive. It's just entertainment and we're not out to offend, but at the end of the day, Frank Zappa said it best. You either get it or you don't. Roll the tape. Welcome sexy nuns, disgusto priests, and those suffering from the plague. This is Sideboob Cinema, your podcast within a podcast. My name is Ricky Olpike, and joining me are my fellow crusaders, AJ and Jonathan Astro. <laughs> How you guys going? Good. I, I'm, I'm ecstatic. Oh. You know? This you was... like a sexy nun. This, well... <laughs> you like a sexy scissoring nun. I, I have been known. Let's just leave it at that. Uh... <laughs> Oh, <laughs> this is so. This was a, this has been a great finish to our Paul Verhoeven uh, trilogy. <laughs> ben Benedetta, twenty twenty one, screenplay David Burke and Paul Verhoeven, the same uh, pig man who did L from last week, based on a book, Immodest Acts: The Life of a Lesbian Nun in Renaissance Italy by Judith C. Brown from nineteen eighty six, I think. So, um, uh, by no means a novel either. It's a scholarly work. So mm. <laughs> it's you know, uh, which I think is great. So uh, where to start? <laughs> how did how did it happen? How did this movie happen for you? Just did it the traditional way, you know, in front of the TV on the couch. That's, that's good though. But you got to ask the fucking question because, it, okay, it, you can ask someone out in the real world. They're like you're like they're like I watched a movie, and then you've got to go. Okay, what do you mean by that? You know, because in 1972, that meant you went to the movies. Mm. So now when I say I watched a movie, I'm like, how did you watch it? And under what circumstances? Like, because people, some people are, they're on Facebook and watching a movie. And they're saying, I watched the movie. And you go, you didn't watch the movie. You were on Facebook. I actually read about a cinema in the US that, that that's how they market themselves is that they're a mobile friend, mobile phone friendly cinema oh, wow. where, where people are allowed to be on their phones whilst the film is going. That sounds wow. like a fucking hellscape. Um, I, I feel like that's the exact opposite of the, of the Alamo Draft House, which I went to in America, uh, where I think they, I'm pretty sure that, yeah, they boot you out. If you, if well, you... I've as as you know, I have been known to get in a bit of a heated argument with people yeah. in the cinema or <laughs> in the in the theatre for people being on their phones. So much so oh. that 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 my wife got very upset one time. You even did, <laughs> you you even did it when we went to see Mike Patton. Yes, and those chicks behind us were not behaving themselves no that they were in front of us like on their phones the whole time like i just i can't just i don't understand like especially in 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 that case when you to go and see someone like mike Patton, which involves a lot more money than just sort of like a movie ticket Mm. price you know Mm. then to spend the whole time on your phone it's like what the the fuck are you doing you know go home there were a couple of prats so um you don't need to know any more about that story aj do you (laughs) I think we gave you everything you need to know. So, so anyway, uh, that was all because I watched this movie. Yeah, yeah, I watched it here, you know, on the telly and all that. Um, just had to shield my baby's eyes a few times um, <laughs> because, you know, um, it got um, it got real. 
So, <laughs> I watched it at my mum's yeah. on the SBS On Demand app. Um, hoping <laughs> of course it's on SBS. <laughs> that my mum wouldn't come home with my brother and Frank. <laughs> Just praying and that, that she wouldn't come home. <laughs> and my brother called you both sex pests. <laughs> <laughs> yes, well, that's... <laughs> if, what we deserve. If, if the shoe fits. <laughs> uh, anyway, all right. Well, uh, let's let's get, get the synopsis out of the way. So, we open in Italy sometime in the 17th century. A young girl, Benedetta Carlini, is brought to a convent by her parents that is overseen by Abbess Felicita, played by Charlotte Rampling, uh, a side boob cinema um, stalwart, is she? Uh, <laughs> questions about the girl's uh, Benedetta's peculiar piety. There's questions about her peculiar pi- peculiar piety when the girl is found pinned under a large statue of the Madonna, which fell on her as she was praying, supposedly. Anyway, 18 years later, we meet the now adult Benedetta, played by Virginie Efira, playing the Virgin Mary in a play uh, for her con- her convent sisters. Uh, as she's um, as she's being raised up on the stage to meet uh, her fellow actor who's playing Jesus in the play, Benedetta has a vivid vision of the real Jesus, uh, uh, who's quite hunkish, uh, if I may mm. say so. Uh, a young peasant girl, uh, Bartolomea, played by Daphne Patakia, takes refuge at the convent from her abusive father with Benedetta's uh, parents footing the bill. Benedetta is given the, the, the task of bringing the coarse young girl into the fold. The women are intrigued by one another and their relationship lurches from stolen kisses to strict punishments doled out uh, for transgressions uh, pretty early on. Benedetta's visions are becoming more vivid, uh, the latest involving Jesus rescuing her from being raped by marauders. Uh, a vision so powerful that it seems to make her ill. The Mother Superior gives us what we want uh, by assigning Bartolomea to care for Benedetta in this trying time. (laughs) Amen. Uh, During a recital, Benedetta experiences another vision in which Jesus asks her to touch his hands. Uh, When Benedetta awakens, she has the bloody signs of, of stigmata on her hands and feet. And an investigation kicks off with the Mother Superior uh, being quite circumspect of the stigmata because it all went down during sleep, not prayer, and there were no wounds for Christ's crown of thorns on her forehead. Uh, Benedetta admonishes her, her doubters in a deep, somewhat frightening male voice, and wouldn't you know it, her crown begins to bleed shortly after. The Mother Superior's daughter, Christina, is particularly suspicious of Benedetta's stigmata as she found a bloody shard of pottery near the scene, so to speak. Uh, but this doesn't stop Benedetta from winning hearts and minds uh, with her visions um, and being elevated to Mother Superior of the convent uh, in place of Felicita. Uh, Benedetta, Benedetta and young Bartolomea set up a fuck pad in the former leader's <laughs> ab- <laughs> abode using a uh, bespoke dildo fashioned out of a statue of Mary herself by turns uh, on on each other. Uh, the suspicious uh, Christina uh, takes confession uh, with a priest and accuses Benedetta of fraud, lying that she saw her cut forehead, uh, her cut her own forehead with the pottery shard to make her her, her stigmata. 
the priest has has Christina confront Benedetta during mealtime with the entire convent watching on. Christina's mother, the, that's Charlotte Rampling, uh, is asked to verify uh, that Christina did in fact see Benedetta cut her forehead and Felicita tells the truth, which is that her daughter never actually saw the cutting take place. Christina is forced to flagellate herself as punishment for her lies, which Benedetta uh, clearly enjoys, as do we. Uh, most importantly, AJ, Felicita spies through a peephole into her former quarters and witnesses Benedetta having lesbian intercourse with Bartolomea. Just let that sink in. Uh, a comet passes over the convent, which everyone interprets as a sign that will all be wiped out by the plague. Benedetta declares that her visions indicate that the town will be spared in actual, in, uh, in actual fact. She orders the gates to the town uh, closed to keep the plague out. Meanwhile, Sister Felicita escapes into the night. She's off to Florence to report the hot lesbian sex we all saw and enjoyed to the head priest, uh, the nuncio. And um, in a shocking twist, Benedetta dies suddenly and, uh, and a funeral is planned. Okay. So Sister Felicita returns to the town with the nuncio, that's the head priest in tow, and he's come along to investigate the hot lesbian sex. Uh, he questions Bartolomea and she denies having lustful horny girl-on-girl sexcapades. The nuncio uh, has her tortured and she sings like a canary and shows him the wooden dildo that they used. Uh, Benedetta is arrested uh, and in her booming demon voice says that the nuncio will actually fall to the plague soon. Bartolomea is, is subsequently expelled from the convent. Benedetta asks to see Sister Felicita one more time before she's executed, and it turns out the older woman actually has contracted the plague. It's execution day, and Benedetta is given the opportunity to speak. She reveals new stigmata to the awestruck crowd, as Felicita also appears uh, sort of in the guise of the the angel of death, I suppose, and shows her plague-ridden body to the crowd, saying that it was the nuncio, the head priest, who brought the plague to the town. Bartolomea frees Benedetta from the stake uh, just in time, but finds a suspicious piece of bloody pottery nearby. Don't worry about that. Shortly mm-hmm. after, the angry crowd kills the nuncio and the girls escape. Now, in the stable outside town, the girls have one last night of uh, lesbian love before <laughs> Benedetta <laughs> says that she must return to the convent. Bartolomeo wants her to stay, but Benedetta's place is with the people of the abbey. Fed up, the young girl demands that Benedetta admit that she's a fraud. Benedetta refuses and returns to the town. Uh, we learn in a postscript that uh, she lived to be 70 years old uh, and that the town of Pescia in Italy was spared the plague. Now, AJ, I've long said this. <laughs> Lesbian sex can save the world. <laughs> okay. Let's put that on a bumper sticker. So, <laughs> Man. That, that's, that's really, I think, the put that on my tombstone, I say. <laughs> That's what needs to be. Loving husband, father. Lesbian sex can save the world. The world. And everyone goes, yeah, maybe it can. And they go. When they're walking past. Yeah, that's right. I mean, who wouldn't think that? I think now we sort of understand why so many like old Kinko men transition to females so that they can become lesbian. Oh, yeah. You can thank you can thank films like this for that. Oh yeah, yeah <laughs> definitely. So I don't know where where do we start? I mean, I well, don't know. Well, let's let's start with the budget. 
and the box office. So it, it had a budget of uh, 24, almost 24 and a half million dollars. Wow. And it made uh, $354 million. Can it really make that much oh, money? Well, uh, apparently, that's what I'm getting from IMDb. So that's, that's crazy. If that's mm, true, it's a hit. That's a big, big titted hit. That it is. Massive. Like, yeah. I, I, I didn't even list it So on Wikipedia, so I was like, oh, well. I, th- I thought it was going to be that sort of film that made like $19 million or something. Or, but after you know. COVID, too. Yeah, well... Yeah, I mean that's like who knows how reliable IMDb is, but it it, it would have made a profit. I hope it's true. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Well, w- Wikipedia doesn't have the full uh, full box office, but it does say that in its opening weekend in France, it earned uh, five hundred and sixty-two thousand. And in the United States and Canada, one hundred and thirty-seven, almost a hundred and oh yeah, almost one hundred and thirty-seven thousand. So I mean, that's opening weekend. So that's pretty good. Mm. So where does this film fit in our, the trio of films we've just watched? Do do, do we like this more than L? More oh, yeah. than Black I think Book? this is the best one. <laughs> well, Ricky, oh really? You, just, you yeah. didn't even he didn't even hesitate. <laughs> <laughs> no, this okay. is the best he, one. There's, he's angry. He was angry almost that I asked the question. <laughs> I liked Al better. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't know. There's something about the, the church that's got me all excited. You know, the robes, the ceremony, <laughs> the chanting, the stigmata, the visions, the punishments, and the hot nuns. You know, it makes Ooh, me want to join up. You know, the devils was the same for me, you know. Chubby think, fuel. Yeah. I think I might have to go to a mass somewhere, you know. Do, do you think there's a church out there that does it with a 1600s flair, you know? Well, I... No, they're all... They're, no, you, you know what? We'll get into that in a sec because I tell you what, you, you go there wanting that sort of... That experience, the, the orthodox experience where where you get all the good stuff like you know all the, the highfalutin values and, and yeah, that undercurrent of, of sinister sexuality and whatever. Yeah. However, you're not going to hear that. You know, you know, if you go to a church now, you're going to be hearing about sustainability. I know, yeah. I know. <laughs> climate change. They're going to be they're oh. going to be going anyway about climate change. You go, no, no, no. Don't tell me how much I shouldn't be thinking about scissoring. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, I had a question about this. Do you think Christianity is the sexiest religion? Ooh. Like, th- think about lines like, "We must never be seen nude." Mm. You know. Think about that. Yeah. We must never be seen nude. And you go, when you say that, I, I really can't stop thinking about you nude. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I, I think maybe maybe the Catholic yeah. denomination, perhaps. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because I mean, they're always talking about what you can't do. Yeah, yeah absolutely. See, because we, <gasps> we never see hot, sex-starved sex Islamic chicks. No. Well, not as many as I'd like, you know? <laughs> Like it's mainly, I think people are mainly afraid of. But the dudes are. The dudes aren't into ankle. it. Oh and yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's they're right. into it. They're, that's right. That's true. <laughs> that is true. But we don't see. We're not allowed to see movies about it though. People don't. No. You can never make Benedetta, the Islamic version. Mm. No. Because that's not. That sort of thing. <laughs> no. Anyway, it's fairly obvious why. So. Um, yeah, great. Well, Rick, Ricky's a huge fan, but you like the Ricky's Elmore. Ricky's just Chub City. <laughs> Chubby City. He's got a chubby now. Yeah. It was two days ago that he watched a movie. <laughs> <laughs> two days. He won't go down. He's worried. He's like, <laughs> yeah, he's like yeah, I'm yeah. actually worried, guys. I need to go yeah. to the doctor. 
<laughs> this movie's. I've got a terminal chubby because of this movie. <laughs> this hot movie about hot nuns. <laughs> so, Ricky, there's a few. There's a lot to discuss. I'm just jumping all around, but I can't believe I'm going to say this. This comes from one of the the the, the visions that she has. Jesus was a nullo. I know. I've got that. I've got that down here. <laughs> I can't believe it. This disgusting topic has come up about five times in this stupid podcast. And it's, I just, when the first time he pitched the story about these people who want their genitals removed and a smooth Ken doll thing down there, I'm like, okay, that's disgusting. I don't even want to talk about that. (laughs) And then he talked about it and now it's come up a bunch and now it's in a movie. (laughs) Well, it's ambiguous. Is he tucking? Is he a trans man? Like, I hope that's true. Um, you know, I really do, because then <laughs> then this movie is then we can show this movie at schools, you know. <laughs> yep. Because if that's all you'd need, just need that one bit, and then suddenly it's like, yep, yeah, great, it's on. Well, that's why it's on SBS. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's going to be part of the curriculum required viewing. <laughs> The movie's set in Italy and everyone's speaking French. Who cares? Mm. You know what I mean? Like, th- that's a great touch. It's like, it's 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 a, a celebration of imagination. Well, that's, mm. but that, that, that's a European thing, though. Like, it's a French film, so they don't give a fuck. They just do it in French. Like, if it was a if it was an English movie, they would do it in, in no, Italian. But they would do hand-wringing. They would do hand-wringing about it. Like, like what I like about this is when cultures take ownership like like the, what you're forgetting is that by by setting it in italy and saying yeah it's all french people mm. they are saying oh excuse me can you just get out of the way i'm just going to get into your lane if you could just fuck off <laughs> out of your lane i'm going to get in there like they didn't consult with the italians no mm. imagine if, if this was in the way we do it in the west is Fucking hell, I wouldn't be able to set a movie in New Zealand. Yeah. <laughs> they'd go, oh, they'd go, geez, you know, well, it's a bit yeah. it's a bit racist, isn't it? I'd go, what? And they'd go, just, you know, just sort of, isn't it? And I'd like, they're not even sure, you know? So, yeah. but but this is just, I, I, I just love it. I think I've always loved this. I always love it when, you know, they just go, I mean, we've talked about it in, in different contexts. Like, you know, if it's important to the story, like like mm. Hunt for Red October, like where there's spies speaking different languages, that's a different issue. But mm. when it's everyone is speaking the same language, fuck it. Yeah, sure. We're in Italy. You're all speaking French. Yeah. I don't give a shit. Whatever. <laughs> Let's move yeah, on. You've I didn't got to give a shit. You've got a director from the Netherlands or, you know, who cares? You mm. know, so love it. Mm. Love all that. So th- there are a few a few questions that uh, maybe need a bit of research, um, and that's the whole dowry thing. Like I, I thought when when women went to like a nunnery, it was sort of like free, know, like like free, you know, like like mm. the way it's done here is it's almost like a finishing school. You know, you're sending your kid, you're sending your daughter off to, or know, it's a house of ill repute, like like you know, as in as in a p- place for poor. women of ill repute rather. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know, like you just go, like it's sort of, there's no place else for them to go. And you go, oh, well, they can't be paying. But that actually, that's this movie did a lot to tell us a bit about how it all works, which was, which was nice. Yeah. Mm. You know what I mean? You could tell that it was, yeah, beautifully researched and it was, you know, and things like that were, were fucking interesting. It was like, yeah. I like, I walked mm. away going, oh, I had no idea that you had to pay to go to a convent yeah. <laughs> in Renaissance Italy. Mm. 
Yeah, and you know? and and sort yeah. of the the mother superior was also a little bit of a money grubber, like oh, trying yeah. to get as much money as she could out of that uh, that original guy. That's, that's yeah, the dad of um, mm. Carlini. Benedetta. Yeah, and and also he's he's also offering to to give them like apples and wine and for twenty five yeah. years. Yeah. <laughs> like, imagine if that. Imagine if I said I'm offering you wine and apples for and, and oranges. Years. Yeah, sure. <laughs> throw them, I'll throw them into if you must. Yeah. 25 years. You're already haggling. Like, you know. 25. It's a lot. That is a it's lot. too much. But yeah, I did, I, did, <laughs> I did find that very interesting, like seeing that sort of world, sort of like behind the, like the inner workings of the convent financially and stuff like that. So. And, the, and the mother superior had a daughter. Unexplained. Yeah, that was my other question yeah. too. Unexplained. Mm. Yeah. Do you think that needed explanation? Mm. Well, I like that it didn't. I mean, like, yeah, me you know, we, we complain all the time about about mm. dumbass movies that explain too much. Like, yeah, explaining interesting stuff about the way a convent works is that's one thing, um, and the way the life works. But 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 having every character have to give us their fucking Freudian backstory. I mean, who cares? Mm. I can figure it out. Like, I'm like, oh. But no. But the thing about seeing the inner workings is is they're showing you. They're not telling you. You yes. know, it's not like there's a scene where the you know one person says to the other, you know, this is how we do the finances. We do this and this and this. And blah blah blah. It's like it just... shows a ledger <laughs> and a montage of people writing in the yeah. ledger and you know. <laughs> stupid, stupid scene. I'd love that in a movie. I if that, that Zucker Brothers amazing. version, yeah. <laughs> yeah. amazing. <laughs> Uh, so AJ, would you scissor a nun who almost burnt your hand off with boiling water? <laughs> that was probably front, intense, wasn't it? Question. Mm, straight to it. <laughs> straight to it. No, no prep. No preparation right. for that. Straight in. Straight in. No lube. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a scene. There's a scene where. Um, oh, what the fuck's her name? I keep forgetting it. Um, Bartolomea, the young one? Yeah, ba- Bartolomea, uh, she drops these silk bobbins in some boiling mm. water and mm. uh, Benedetta gets gets angry and makes her take, get them out with her hands as punishment. Mm. Yeah. And later yeah, on, hardcore. they're lesbian lovers. So. Maintenant le reste. Que je recommence. Pendant qu'on part, les bobines se détruisent. Et alors Que se passe-t-il ici Bartholomé s'est brûlé la main. But there was a lot of hot sort of masochism in there. Yes. Yeah. Mm. And. and, and and sadism and stuff mm-hmm. like like, it, like she did benedetta did love that chick getting whipped loved it she did. and oh, yeah. loved the, her you know staring at her while she picks up the bobbins like what i like mm-hmm. about that that scene those scenes are great because they're coded um mm-hmm. most you could slip them by dummies dummy senses and stuff who were just like oh yes yes oh punishing and whatever and you just go uh, like I don't know. It's it makes all of the sex stuff, you know, to use a I have no other term, but worse, because yeah. it's kinky. It's they just their relationship is absolutely kinky. I mean, if you did a list of all the stuff they do, yeah, I oh, have imagine. in my head, mm. in my head, done, <laughs> in my brain, I've done a list. Your memory bank. I have, but but they but they do all sorts of stuff. It's but yeah, it's just like um, it's the se- it's a very sexually frank 
movie as well. Like, you know, I mean, there's no other way to say it, but the, but the movie puts them out there. These little details like... Um, and I'm all about contribution, as you know, and the contribution... I've never seen some of the stuff that, that is in real life that is in this movie. Like, the chick, the young um, nun, before she uses the dildo, licks the end. Yeah. But yeah. she doesn't do it sexily. No. She does it in a utility yeah. Yeah. fashion. <laughs> mm. And I go, oh, yep. There you go. Yep. There you and, go. And um, there's a whole bunch of stuff in it like that, sex to sex stuff that you just go. Like I've never seen anyone uh, when they're doing the recital, the, the, the young one um, brings a hand and, and pokes her in the behind. Yeah. I've never seen that. Yeah. I've never seen that on, on screen. Yeah. Grabs her by the pussy. That's real. Well, you said it, but it's real life, and and uh, but it's not in movies normally. You know, it's normally no. people go, "Oh, that's right. terrible. Yeah. That's disgusting." I couldn't picture a, a Kate Hudson movie doing that. You know, mm. <laughs> although yeah. I'd watch it. Oh, I'm sure you will. <laughs> <laughs> the eye closing, where Ricky's <laughs> eyes are just popping out of popping his out, head, bugging out. <laughs> oh, it's that terminal boner. Did you have more questions? Oh, just stupid stuff. Did you notice the street performer in the beginning lighting his farts? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but that was it was CG too. <laughs> CG farts. Yeah. 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 yeah, which was yeah. interesting. Uh, well, hiding the dildo in the huge accounts book was quite clever. Mm. It's in plain sight, but don't they need those accounts? Was yeah. it an accounts book or was it a Bible? No, it was a ledger, man. Like right. they were, they were. Ta- it was tables, left right. and right. I didn't, I didn't look yeah. that closely. Um, imagine Benedetta fashioning this decoy book, like with the hole for the dildo. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. That would take time. It would take mm. time. Yeah. And where's the real one? You know, like if that, if that's the decoy. Mm. I mean, this is the stuff mm. I think about. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, back back in those times, to make a book was was hard work. Yeah, or make mm. a dildo even. Yeah. <laughs> we saw that. Which yeah, that happens. And she says, Oh, this is a bit rough. She said, yeah. It's a bit rough. Actually, there were, there were notes of the handmaiden in there with that <laughs> yeah, when she's yeah, like, yeah. files down her tooth and oh, here yeah. she filed down the wooden phallus. Mm. <laughs> but got to be careful of those splinters. Shit. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, one, one thing that, um, that I was thinking about today, and, and I haven't fully got my, my head around. But the film sort of, it, it depicts a juxtaposition between suffering, which the priest says is is the way to know God, and, and the pleasure of scissoring a hot young nun. Uh, <laughs> it's also interesting that uh, Benedetta's visions are often sexual, but also involve fits and bodily spasms that are quite painful. You know, I'm still trying to work out what Verhoeven's saying about the connection between sort of God and worship, devotion and sex. No. And, but there yeah. is a strain of Christianity, uh, well, of, re- of, re- of religious re- re- religiosity, uh, in which people s- sort of veer into the into the into the uh, almost sexual um, uh, love of of Jesus. Do you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. Well, well, none say that they're the, the brides of Christ. You know, they they mm. marry yeah. they marry Jesus. Yeah. Mm. So the, I think that's that's the the delicate dance the movie's doing. It's um, it keeps because her, the things she says, uh, um, they, it, she seems quite rational and 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 she fully believes 
believes it and feels mm. it. She feels it 100%. And, for example, her, her mother was like, why did you move your feet or whatever? And she's like, oh, well, I saw Jesus. And then she's like, well, I'm I'm his bride, aren't I? Like, you know, and she, her mother was mm. like, oh, yes, okay. So I think even Christian people are wary of that next level Christian who's like, I, I don't just love Jesus. I love, love him. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, yeah. we didn't see oh. that in Sister Act, you know? <laughs> <laughs> is what I'm saying. Okay. So, but you're right, Ricky. This movie does uh, play with all of these great themes of of devotion, faith, sex, love, and 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 the words as well. Like you know, do you love? Are you in lust with her? And no, I, I love her. I love her the way I love my sisters. And it's like, mm. and then the guy's like, actually, the nuncio grabs Benedetta by the pussy mm. and says, the love you feel here is not the same or whatever, you know? So, absolutely fascinating. Yeah. Mm. Well, that, that head head priest in Florence is a delicious piece of shit, you know. <laughs> that, that, he's, from the, uh, he's from the Matrix 2 and 3. He? Oh. Yeah. I hate really? those movies. Uh, he is um, a g- character, I think, called the Merovingian. I think that's his name. Right. Yeah. I, I don't remember two and three very well. Good. Yeah. <laughs> but but there's this scene where he's traveling to the convent from Florence and there's like this poor guy that sort of comes up to the carriage who's plague-ridden mm. and he asks for absolution before he dies and the, the priest just says, oh, go and find your local priest. You know, I'm not going to do it. And then the guy says, but I am the priest. Nonce, donnez-moi l'absolution. Votre excellence, je meurs. Ne me laissez pas mourir comme ça. Allez trouver le prêtre de votre paroisse. Demandez-lui l'absolution. C'est moi. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Great one, two, three. That's that's yeah. a gag, a sight gag almost, you know? Yes. Like, yeah. Well you could imagine like that being in the life of Brian or something, you know. Mm-hmm. But but I, I kind of you know, I, I, I like I like all that plague stuff that you see in Florence. It's like yeah, it's that grotesque was cool. and horrible mm. and but but so mm. real, you know. Yeah, direct references to uh, Bergman's Seventh Seal, so which is a must be, soul god must be. And uh, actually, he's gotten, yeah, all of that, the music from the plague scene, a lot of the, you know, so it's, it, again, this is cinematic tradition. I know that The Guardian doesn't care about that, but, uh, you know, um, Bergman was present in some way, shape mm. or form. And, and uh, yeah, all that plague, that, that plague stuff is just... Uh, yeah, what a fascinating time. Mm. I mean, you know, because I didn't live through it. Oh. Would have been dreadful. <laughs> <laughs> well, come on, we had COVID. We did, <laughs> but it wasn't quite the same. The other scene I love with this uh, head priest guy is when we first meet him and he's like having food and there's like a servant lady there that's heavily pregnant and she oh. announces that she's already got her milk has already come in yeah. and she just gets her boob out and squirts it everywhere. Mm. Mm. <laughs> I, I ain't Which never I seen that. Well, I had in a great movie <laughs> called Basketball. Oh, <laughs> yes. 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 <laughs> but other than that, no. Oh. Où Teresa? À l'hôpital. Elle ne va pas survivre, notre excellence. Probablement pas, 
Ça fait trois depuis dimanche. Mais je n'ai pas peur. C'est peut-être parce que tu es trop pleine de vie. Encore quelques semaines et il sera là. J'ai déjà du lait. Yes. Uh, good scene. <laughs> yep. And the implication is that she's having the nuncio's baby. Mm. Yeah, right? I guess so. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. It's ambiguous. Again, the, you know, the ambiguity in, in, in the film is, is good. But that's, that's, you said it, ambiguity. So the main ambiguity in the film is Benedetta, the question as to whether she is uh, crazy or a fraud yeah. um, or the real deal. And there's evidence suggesting all three things, you know. Yeah. Um, that, 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 that's actually one of the hardest things to do is to have the audience walk away asking questions saying, what, you know, so was she a fraud? mm You know, like, you know, you're not quite sure, you know, uh, where, where we come down on it. Like, her voice was terrifying, but it's yeah, possible it to do that voice. She probably did cut herself with those bits of pottery, but then again, maybe uh, the Almighty is using her as an instrument. Yeah. Do you know well, what that, I mean? That, like, that would be the argument, you know, if she was found out to have done it to herself. Yeah, that's yeah. right. And that, yeah, they didn't get, the, the town was spared in the end, so... Mm. The other ambiguity was what what was up with that old nun's breast, with her breast. Oh, oh yeah, I thought I don't know, was it cancer or something? Tumor? Know. Yeah, something, something gross. Something, something <laughs> gross. Yeah, something gross. Didn't like. Yeah. Not going to do well on the bubonina. <laughs> no. No. Well, I, I got a, I got a um, a, you know, a, a sort of a forward suggestion from Ricky. Presumably, I think he was watching was. the film at the time, I and I got this message. It said, "Boobs this week, quality deformed leprosy tear." <laughs> so, and then he's like, "Oh, this was in the first. This the rest of the boobs get full slide with." So, <laughs> so he was um he was doing doing my work for me, which is good. <laughs> Saved me a bit of time. <laughs> but uh, lots of great stuff in this movie AJ, what, before I tell you about mine what, what, what grabbed you in this movie? Come on Just the scissoring <laughs> <laughs> No, I really liked all the plague stuff too Yeah, And the, her running up to um, Christina and that, was, that was all pretty cool <laughs> What about Jesus the Bodice Ripper? Have you ever seen him be a romantic hero before? <laughs> no. <laughs> you know? The, the, the he was of the Christ. Was he hot was he hot in that? Jim yeah, Caviezel. Yeah. Uh, um a little bit bloody. Yeah, he Good didn't way. have there was not a lot of the movie where he wasn't covered in blood, so I'm not quite yeah. sure. <laughs> I'm not sure about that, but he, but here he's a hero. He's he's got a sword. And he's killing snakes yes, and yeah. he kills marauders Where, yeah. and stuff. I, That's I've, right. I've never seen Jesus do that. No, no like wielding a sword. And, 
Passion of the Christ, bit of a downer. Whereas yeah, this guy bummer. was kicking, oh, yeah. kicking ass. Mm. This was way this was Superhero way Jesus. <laughs> That's yeah. right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, I was just going to mention the scene. Uh, you know you're in for a sexy time when the young Benedetta starts sucking on the boob of the Virgin Mary statue. Oh, you know, yeah. Which happens in the mm. first five minutes of the film. You know, That's the statue right. comes down. The boobs sort of in her face, and why not? It was mm. there. But a lot. But there's a lot of transgression in this movie as well. For, because when you think about it, um, the, it's not just the dildo that she's that that they yeah. fashion. It's the one she was given when she was a kid. It's a childhood statue. Mm. It's yeah. way kinkier. Yeah. You know, like it's it's all messed up. Yeah. Yeah, and she's little when she's sucking on that. I know. Titty. She, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She is. Yeah. Europe, you know. Uh, her parents were probably off camera going, ah, oh, very good, very good. Do yeah. it again. Yeah. And, and at lunchtime here, have a glass of wine. <laughs> yeah, they, they probably did do that. But yeah, a cigarette. Yeah. But, but a, couple of other, a couple of other great contributions. Um, you know, although it was mildly, mildly gross, there was a, the cute meat they have in the privy is quite, human oh nice. yes yeah 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 you know like it like that was that that is because you know again a bit if i said oh, i'm thinking of making a movie about these nuns right and you know lesbians <laughs> and they kiss a bit you know you'd say all right that's fine why are we what are we doing that's not you know just that and and so there's a lot in this movie where mm. A lot of a lot of contributions, and and that is, like I couldn't imagine that scene even twenty years ago. Like like that mm. that's that's taken a long time to get to the point where we're like, this is fine. They're still hot. It's yeah. fine. You, you want know, to explain, like, explain the scene? Yeah. So basically, um, uh, Bartolomea comes to uh, Benedetta's room and says. Basically, the first night she's at the convent, and she says, "You know, where's the where's the toilet? Uh, you know, mm. where do, where do I where do I shit? You know." Yeah, yeah. and <laughs> straight up, and they make they make such a big point of because she's obviously. I mean, I don't speak French, but presumably she's got a really coarse way of speaking. You know, like she's got mm. no other way of saying it. And uh, and then they go. They, she leads her to the to the commodes, and she's all amazed. She's like, "Wow, actual commodes!" Goes, well, what did you use before? And she's like, oh, "I used to just go out with animals and dig a hole, basically." And uh, then she yeah does her thing. They well, they sit next to each other on the commodes oh, and do their she thing, and then explodes. They, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and she says, "Oh, I feel so much better." And then like, but then uses straw as well behind her. So well, she she was gonna she was gonna not wipe though. Yeah, and then, yes. and then Benedetta yes. like shows her what she should. But do. these are the details mm. that when you read about medieval times or Renaissance times or whatever, mm. these are the they, they're the fascinating details yeah. because mm. I always said I think I said this when we we're watching a, a, a Ye Olde Times movie not too long ago. I was just like, you know, back then would didn't everything just wasn't everything just dirty and didn't everything yeah. just stink? Like yeah. you know what I mean? Like how did you get? How did you ever really get clean? Yeah, yeah. you know the answer is you didn't. So, shot to her eating her out. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a different standard, you know. <laughs> uh, whatever. So, but that was nice. And by the same token, the final scene with the two, completely naked. They're yeah. both mm. completely naked yeah. throughout the yeah. whole scene. And mm. I spoke about this last week, uh, or, may, or maybe the week before, uh, with Black Book. The way they're standing 
Oh, they're, yeah. na- they're naked and they don't care. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, they're just like, like a- they're just doing, and, and you, they, they, it's a respectful, it was realistic to the scene. It was realistic to wherever they were and, and, and whatever was going on. But mm. also it was no big deal. Like, yeah. like there was just none of that, that American um, repression. Mm. Mm. I know? thought they were going to start a nudist colony. That's what I thought. <laughs> Hoped. Not thought. Hoped, Hoped. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, great stuff. Love all that. Uh, so, I've got uh, a little thing here from the original, uh, the original novel, Immodest Acts, The Life of a Lesbian Nun in Re- uh, Renaissance Italy by uh, Judith C. Brown. She says that... Um, Lesbian acts were always punishable, but nuns would only get the death sentence when they had used an instrument, meaning a dildo. Now, considering that many nuns' lives ended on the pyre, the use of sex toys must not have been very uncommon. Mm-hmm. So, nuns, they're just up for it. They're just, you know, <laughs> fucking horny, getting out the sex toys... But 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 there's also that thing in the in the that's in the movie, and I'm sure it's in the book as well. That idea that 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 the the men and the people in the clergy or whatever they they couldn't conceive of two women being together, loving or lusting. They were yeah. just like the word they used. I think is it, it's impossible. Yeah. Mm. Like like think yeah. of that. Think of the ignorance. It's like it's impossible. Like yeah. you know they're they're beyond even attempting to to get on board. Yeah. Fast forward to 2022 and they're bending over to get pegged. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. (laughs) He's saying, me getting off without getting pegged, it's impossible. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Yes. That's how far we've come. Progress. Yeah, progress. Uh, So, some boring stuff here, but I'm sorry. Now, this is my bugbear. You know this is my bugbear. The film ends with what's called postscript, AJ. That's... that's, Mm text that appears at the very end of the movie um i i think we need to ban postscript i i hate postscript in all its forms mm-hmm. there's no excuse i don't care how big the film filmmaker is i've never seen one single line after the final frame that was worth a damn um if you can't imply the future of your characters in an image you failed i say like wow you know, and you, i like it you could say, oh, but it's a real story. I don't care. It's not a documentary. I'm sorry. It's not a documentary. Mm. Don't, um, don't do it. It's no good. It robs my imagination. It interrupts the flow of emotion. Um, my solution is I think it should appear at the very end of the credits while I'm Wrong. Oh, okay. So I can leave. And I've then got, other I, people. I can leave emotionally fulfilled. And yeah. then anyone who needs to see what happened because they like to know what happened they can stay. Mm. Okay. Mm. What What, what are the rules though? Like, does it only apply to like um, true life adaptations? No, Is because that... Unbreakable does it with Bruce Willis, and it sucks. Mm. Right. And it's like it's terrible. It's it's in the French Connection too. And it sucks. You know, mm. it takes away all the ambiguity. It's just it's just stupid. You know, some people go, oh, what about American Graffiti? And you go, well, that's it's possible, I suppose. But um, it's a it's the moving image. You know, mm. like, like, um, and it's the worst place to have text at the end. That is, is the biggest ice bucket of water in the in the mm. crotch. 
Because we wouldn't have known what happened. We wouldn't have known if she got killed as soon as she got there. But sure, yeah. but 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 I'm saying if 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 that information you have is so essential, you need to suggest it in a way mm. that um, it's like the last shot of Godfather Two. You know, mm. Michael just sitting there after Fredo's been killed. I don't need a postscript. I don't. Yeah, need you no, to tell I me. would have liked her you walking know? off, and then you don't yeah. know what the fuck yeah. happened. Yeah, but that's right. Well, I mean, I just thought the ending was was the only thing that I I, I thought was a little. Downbeat or down, underplayed. Mm. Um, maybe or, you could, or you could do what they do at the end of Zardos and just have have her age in front of the screen and turn into a skeleton and turn into dust. That's true. You know. But that was great. That was images, <laughs> though. That was images yeah. where you were yeah. where you were like, oh my god. And there's even weird stuff in that. There's like a gun on the wall, and that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's weird stuff, mm. you know. Yeah, dildo um, should be on the wall. You know, Charlotte Rampling. Yeah, yeah. brought her back. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, anyway, that's my bugbear. Um, but other than that, I thought this was a great movie. I, I thought this was a fantastic movie. Again, um, uh, Verhoeven did not get the memo. He just didn't get the memo about from Me Too, from the Wokesters, from any of it. Mm. Like, he, I mean, he says this, he goes, this is a quote I got from the Independent interview. He said, uh, well, the director adds that he has never shied away from showing sex or violence in his work. Quote, of course, sex in general is one of the most important things in the world, isn't it? And violence is the other. Sex in general is supposed to be creative and violence is destructive. But sometimes violence is necessary and sometimes sex can also turn into violence as it is in this, as it is in this movie. Fuck, man. He did not get the memo. <laughs> no. That's the, I agree with all of that. And, and I want to live in the world where you can say that, where, where a director says that and you say, ah, oh, yes, that's why he makes interesting movies. Mm. Like, he's not a politician. No, or an activist, a just stop oil activist, or something. Mm. Mm. Well, this you know? this film came out um, with some protest, and at the twenty twenty one New York Film Festival, uh, a Catholic group uh, known as the American Society for the Defense of Tradition, Family, and Property staged no. a protest targeting the film. Uh, they denounced it as blasphemous for its portrayal of lesbianism within the confines of the convent. Um, so it was also protested by this group when the film was commercially released in the US. And uh, this is what Verhoeven says about that. Um, uh, he said at the Cannes Film Festival uh, in a press release um, that uh, he was upset at the suggestion that his film is in any way blasphemous. He said, I do not understand really how you can be blasphemous about something that happened. You cannot basically change history after the fact. You can talk about that uh, that was wrong or not, but you cannot change history. I think the word blasphemy for me in this case is stupid. He's He's gotten around it by picking a scholarly work mm. yep. that's based in... in research from the 80s as well so i don't even know if that kind of book would be written now because mm. it's come it was written in 1986 in modest acts yeah. and it is, as i say it's scholarly it's not a, it's not a um novel. A novel yeah so and and Verho verhoven had this on his list of things to make for like 20 years but this is how this is how you do work jitsu this is this is a work jitsu move if he created this out of whole cloth if he was like anyway there's this movie about these two nuns and it's like, where did you come up with it? It's like, well, I was, yeah, just looking at this nun and wondering how hot she was underneath that wimple. <laughs> everyone, everyone would go, you can't make that movie. And he'd say, why not? Why not? Why not? It's hot, isn't it? And it's like, yeah, but hot it may be. It's just got no, it, it won't happen. 
where he's like, I got this scholarly work written by a woman in the 80s. Uh, it's got grounding. And anyway, I've already helped the prop book, prop guys pick out the best dildo. For the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I love it how he's so old doing this shit though too. Yes. He still loves violence yeah. and sex and he's just old as fuck. 84. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the the film was delayed for two reasons. One, he needed to get hip surgery. Oh, uh, wow. Because apparently there was sort of a lot of rocky terrain uh, in this shooting of this film and that affected his hip and he had to go have surgery. But then COVID hit. So it was actually supposed to come out, I think, in 2020 or late 2019. Right. Because of those things. Like it held up the editing. His hip held up editing and then COVID <laughs> sort of held up, you know. So, I mean, it could have, could That's have died amazing. before it came out. but Yeah. Mm. It could have, yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. Well, it's that time, AJ. Creepers, creepers, where'd you get those creepers? Creepers, creepers, where'd you get those eyes? So it's time, keep on creeper. So let's just get this done. Uh, <laughs> just get into it. Launch. I got for you Lambert Wilson as the nuncio. So, Denuncio is, you know, an older guy, but not too old. No. You know, so sort of in that sweet spot, I think. Fantastic job. Like mm. one percenter, total one percenter. That's true. Uh, lavish lifestyle, good food, travel, you know, money's no object. Um, good clothes. Good clothes? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Mm. A lot of Definitely. layers. A lot of layers. <laughs> Pretty serious job though. Yeah. So, and it asks a lot of its sort of members and workers. But That's true. it does seem quite flexible. Yeah. <laughs> now, look, I mean, this is just the last little bit of business. I'm not trying to, because I mean, look, it, as I said, all of this is sounding pretty good to me. Like, you know, mm. it's got it all going on. I'm not trying to suggest anything with this, but it's just a general PSA. Maybe get your shots before you knock the boots. Mm. Is that's just a, that's just a suggestion. I don't know what's going on, but if mm. there was, then you'd be you'd be you know in good stead. So that's the nuncio. Uh, keep him on the back burner for the moment. Next up, uh, Virginia Efira uh, as Benedetta Carlini. Oh, let's just go straight for it. Okay, religious. Mm. Straight up. So, so I don't know. Look, just stay with me because this is, it might be, you know, not what you're used to. Just brush on up on your New Testament is, is because, um, <laughs> you know, it's going to get, it's going to get weird. Okay. Anyway, ben, Benedetta is for you if you like spontaneity. Okay. You know, you never know really what's going to happen. Mm. She's up, she's down. Ride the roller coaster. Um Ooh. But surprisingly, now you're thinking that might there might be high maintenance, but 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 surprisingly, she's quite successful because moving up the ladder quite quickly, she kind of mm. runs the town. That's true. You know, so she's got she's got a lot of clout, which is so she's is extraordinary. a lipstick lesbian, really. She is definitely <laughs> lipstick blonde. And when she was a kid, she had brown hair. Now she's got blonde hair. I don't know how that works. Usually works the yes. other way, but I mean, whatever. Um, now I never kiss and tell. But a little birdie told me she's quite bossy in the boudoir mm. and her dirty talk is mainly stuff about Jesus. 
Maybe I so could get used so to it. So she'll say stuff like, oh, sweet Jesus, sweet Jesus. <laughs> but not but not kind of like, oh, that feels good. It means she means Jesus, like he's there, yeah. like maybe you're Jesus in the moment. Yeah. But oh, you might be having a three-way with Jesus, basically. Okay. Can you could share him? <laughs> like, you know. <laughs> Actually, now I'm hearing the lines in my head. I'm hearing, I will follow him, <laughs> follow Stop him it. wherever Stop he it. may go. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> anyway, so that's two very good, nice contrast tonight. We've got the Nuncio yeah. and we've got uh, Benedetta. So t- talk to me. What do we got? What do we got? Benedetta, absolute smoke show. Mm. She's fucking real hot. Mm. 45. Wow. What? Get incredible. the fuck out of here. Mm. I know. I know. She's, she's incredible. She, she's, she is, yeah. She's I mean, hot as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, she is. Okay. Like, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um, but nah, the voice would creep me out. Oh yeah, yeah. the voice. <laughs> I didn't even mention the voice. Yeah, she's crazy. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, the nuncier. Mm, bit too la femme for me. Really, the nuncio yeah. is a is a nuncio. Yeah. yeah. He, for mm. me, he sort of had an older queen vibe. Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah. just wasn't digging it. Yeah, all right. <laughs> okay. So, Creeper. Mm. Creeper That's sweep. unfortunate. Creep mm. sweep. <sighs> Even though absolute smoke show. Yeah. She, Bennett, I mean, look, and, and look, this is one of those beautiful times in life where, I mean, I watched Elle because she plays the wife in Elle and I was like, oh, she's mm. so hot. Yeah, you know what would it be like? And then I found oh. out yeah. what it would be like. Verhoeven <laughs> gave you what you wanted. Oh. It's not often in life that that happens, and <laughs> when it does, you need to say, you know, there's a god somewhere. <laughs> oh, there's a god somewhere. There's a god somewhere. All right, I got some trivia for you guys. <laughs> uh, script writer Gerard Soatman, who adapted the nonfiction book for the screen, distanced himself from the project and had his name removed from the credits as he felt too much of the story was focused on sexuality. Now, so he wanted the movie to be about a woman's struggle for power in a male-dominated world, but was disappointed by how Verhoeven had ditched many of those feminist elements in his script in favour of, quote, fumbling with genitals. Verhoeven what? defended himself uh, by stating that the source novel had the second title, The Life of a Lesbian Nun in Re- uh, Renaissance Italy, for a reason. And he felt that depicting that side of Benedetta's life explicitly and without prudish restraints was vital to the subject matter. Everyone wanted to see that. Yeah. Imagine that. Imagine if it was mm-hmm. based on that on that text with that, you know, quite provocative title, and then you just don't don't show any sex. That well, would be stupid. Yeah. I mean, the way that guy's behaved, what a jerk. You know? <laughs> But taking your name off the film, especially but like a, a successful worked, film, you know. He's worked with him before. Yeah. So, I mean, why couldn't he just say, I mean, we don't know what's going on really, but like hopefully it was just, um, it's not for me, man, and they've walked away. Why has it got to be like, you know, hmm. 
clutching your pearls and saying oh and what and white knight bullshit as well like oh like you know just i don't want it to be about women like you know and you go come on mate you know let me just go through it was your about women no yeah i know i wanted it to be about women but he's like i want it to be about like you know not the sexy stuff and it's like all right i'll do everything you say if you'll let me search your hard drive right now <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes what and i go i'm gonna search your hard drive right now with a few keywords in there and if I find what I think I'm going to find, then you will just do the movie I say, okay? <laughs> well, the film was refused classification in Singapore uh, due to the portrayals of the Jesus Christ and members of the church uh, that's insensitive and offensive to the Christian and Catholic faith. Good on them. Um, and the film was banned in Russia by the Ministry of Culture oh. amid a complaint from the religious group uh, Orthodox 4040s. I don't know what that is. It sounds weird. Okay. But anyway, they don't like it in Russia either. All right. Uh, if I was you, I'd want to be me too. I'd want to be me too. I'd want to be me too. All right. Me too, me too. Here it is. Mm. Heavens to Bechtel. Uh, the, is the feature. Uh, this is our Bechdel test. Now, remember, the Bechdel test is an informal way to evaluate bias against women in films and other media. It comes from an, a, a, a graphic novel in the 80s, uh, I believe. And the rules are, a work is said to pass the Bechdel test if it has two named women who talk to each other about something other than a man. Here we have Benedetta and Bartolomea. Uh, they're just two of a number of female characters who talk to each other about mm. things not involving men. There's talk about convent intrigue and faith and Benedetta's visions. There's also dildoing. <laughs> yep. They Is do that talk good? about the uh, smoothness of the mm. dildo. Is that, that's, that's, uh, that's not a man. That's not no. a man. It's but a phallus. It's a phallus. It's not a man. Yeah. But there are those people who want to ban buildings because they're phallocentric. I know. And they want to make... <laughs> so, I don't know. Because they don't... Yeah, we've said all this shit before, but... Yeah. And they don't want chocolate bars to be kind of rectangular either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't want anything that makes you go, Whoa! <laughs> With a banana. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For, that will never not be funny. If, if I... If you were eating a banana, Ricky, and I walked past you and went... <laughs> that would be funny until the end of time. <laughs> uh, I want to do that at the Guardian offices. Wait till someone eats a banana and go, go, get him out. Get him out. Fuck. So did it pass? Did it pass the Bechdel test? Absolutely. Uh, well, I don't know, actually. What do you a think? a lot about Jesus. He's a man. Look, mm. maybe... Uh, no, maybe it passes. I feel like it does. Okay, yeah. yeah I, th I think it passes. Um, yeah. Because it's different to the other charges, you know. The, the, if, if we take it as written, you know, I think it passes. Hmm. Um, they didn't sit around going like, oh, like the nuncio. Oh, mm. Wouldn't mind getting a bit of him in, involved. Yeah. No. Yuck. So, <laughs> anyway, just a couple of these charges. I don't need to go overboard here. Uh, you guys can add to them as you as you see fit. So, why does Paul Verhoeven feel it is okay to make a sit through a movie about the church? I doubt there's been an outfit more damaging to women in the history of man, 
humankind, sorry, humankind. Uh, and, and this arrogant man dares to make yet another movie about it. In fact, re- religion is a total joke. We don't need religion and all those silly superstitions. They can just fuck right off, okay? I think we should ban all religion, all religious symbols. I don't care about your traditions and your values. Big deal, I say. <laughs> however, however, I, I w- just as an addendum, um, I will, in the tradition of my leftist brothers and sisters, give a pass if you choose to wear a full niqab. Furthermore, if your neighbor slanders Muhammad, you have every right to set his home alight. Because if there's one thing I can't stand, it's bigotry. Okay, so on the same track, there was no POC in this movie. Okay, no POC, you a POS is what I'm saying. <laughs> All right? <laughs> zero, zero people of color in this movie. I'm not sure what the ethnic makeup of Renaissance Italy was, and I don't care for that matter. It's 2022. There should be one of every kind of person in every movie. Everybody deserves to see themselves on screen. This is why we go to the movies. I, for one, sit there and chew my popcorn and loudly sound off, you know, the quotas as they're met. I say, ooh, there's there's a black one. Uh, very good. A yellow one. Oh, oh, but where are the brown and red ones? Oh, there they are. Wait, wait, wait. What the? A white one? Oh, fuck you, do I hate the white ones. <laughs> oh. So, anyway, that's what I do. Everyone deserves to see themselves as a lesbian on screen. Don't they? They do. They do. <laughs> and we must, we sincerely must, uh, on that, Ricky, break the cotton ceiling. Okay? For too long, Definitely. lesbians have kept uh, uh, their hot lesbianness away from, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, I don't know, tr- trans women? <laughs> I can't quite get it straight in my head. So, <laughs> anyway, more to the point. Are we getting tired of yet another movie about repressed attractive lesbians <laughs> haven't, haven't we all seen enough of gorgeous lesbians squeezing each other's bosoms like ripe grapefruits hungrily kissing and touching soft and wet flesh attempting to silence orgasmic screams of pleasure and tasting each other's honey sweet nectar of the nether regions <laughs> Ugh. Boring. Boring. Ricky, wouldn't you rather see two gender benders aggressively go at it like two blue-haired, deformed stick insects? (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. And throw in a furry as well for me. Yeah, Yeah, just grow it. Look, all I'll say is there's a bouncer at the front and all he's going to say is, are you gross? Are you a disgusto? If you are, come on in. It's all on. That's all I'm saying. But overall, I can't help uh, but reiterate my disappointment that there really are not enough great parts for women out there. You know, who would who would want to play a possibly schizophrenic 17th century nun whose frenzied lesbian sexual encounters seem to increase her connection with the Almighty so much so that uh, although she appears to be lying, her town is in fact saved from the plague. I hope this illustrates that we have a long way to go in creating interesting parts for women. <laughs> Who are 45? So who are 45? <laughs> who are 45? Um, so that's what I have. Um, I did just remember as we were talking before that the that um, 
speaking of 45, that the nuncio uh, grabs the pussy of, mm-hmm. of Benedetta uh, as, as the dastardly orange man, that 45. Uh, <laughs> uh, can't stand him. Ah, hate him. And uh, he did those things. And I feel that that's what we were being reminded of here, the patriarchy and, and all that. <laughs> so anything else slip by me? Uh, I think that's uh, well covered. <laughs> right. What do we give this uh, out of ten? That's a tricky Ooh. one. I don't know. Girl power and all that. Well, you've also got people would argue it's the male gaze. You know, it's just a, a male gaze yep. movie. You know, absolutely. Mm. Well, look, I stand by that. I, when I see these movies, I only think of like because once people say the male gaze, the conversation's mm. over. Yeah, that's there right. is no. It's unfalsifiable. Um, I'm not sure that I believe in it. Um, I'm not sure we want it to be a thing because if it's a thing, then that means there's a female gaze and Mm. then we're litigating about which one is better. I mean, obviously, the male one's bad, Mm. like obviously. But, you know, sometimes I like to see the the female gaze maybe. Like I've argued that Johnny in in Dirty Dancing Mm. is a female female gaze Like, like and not just... Well, he's female written, like, yeah. you know, and I want to be like him in some ways because he's the way he articulates himself and stuff. I know that makes me sound like a pussy, Ricky, <laughs> but uh, I'm sorry. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so I feel like that the male gaze thing just makes this movie that Verhoeven comes across as a guy who's, who's orchestrated this whole thing so he could get these two hot women yeah. just having sex. Mm. Mm. And, again, I, I think he's, all, he's always going to have to – answer to the sins of the past as well you know so the basic instinct the 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 beaver shot there the mm. notorious beaver shot uh just would come back to haunt him. no consent is yeah. what is being argued there so mm. yeah the sins of the fathers yeah, yeah. well yes yeah, so i think it's high i think it's, yeah. you know. so are we going are we going full ashley judd pussy hat or is it 10 out of 10 or mm. well i need to it needs to be mm. unanimous like or yeah, at nah. least yeah, yeah? Nah. 10 out of 10 10 out of 10. You think it's 10 yeah. out of 10? Yeah. What about you, Ricky? I don't know. I'm Pull on the back. fence. I, I think it's more like an 8. eight. Oh. That's all right. Well, let's, let's, if it's an 8, it's an 8. It's a, I want it to be unanimous, like mm-hmm. like in The Voice when you press the thing. It's <laughs> yeah. be like, you know? So, yeah, no, it's, it's high, but it's not, um, you know, a five alarm fire, as they say. Not that I know what the fuck that is. It sounds bad. Anyway, I'll tell you what is hot uh, is the boob bombarder. Uh, so, quantity, uh, quite, a, quite a lot, maybe three, three sort of sets, I would say. Benedetta, Bartolomea, and the nun with leprosy. Yeah, mm. count her. But without the leprosy, I mean, hey, there's, 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 the, there's the pregnant one. Oh, yes. Yeah, so you see, you they see, were good you see one, mm. one of those. Yeah, that's even better. <laughs> I like to see one. Yes, one, that is one. good. Yeah. Hey, Ricky, he gets it. He gets it. AJ, you weren't sold. And then he went, yeah, one is good. I don't know why one's good. Um, but it is good. I'm anyway, do a survey this week. More to the point, <laughs> Benedetta's are more substantial. Mm. Okay. And dare I say, uh, one slightly larger than the other, as has been said before, uh, 
proof that they are the genuine article. <laughs> the eye Bartolom- closing again. Bartolomeo's <laughs> small, but doing everything they need to do. Um, very different nipple quality to pink, pinker, I would say hers. Pinker. Yeah. And puffier uh, like is the word. Puffier like is the word, the AJ. <laughs> he said it, I thought it, and then he said it, and it was like great minds. I st- We stand on the shoulders of giants, is what they say. Puffier, they were. But I'll just say, ladies, you know, small, one big, don't change a thing. Okay? Don't change a thing. Natural. Natural or natural, baby. So uh, that's a bit of um, uh, And um, I don't know, I just feel like it was. Um, yeah so that was that um great stuff excellent well i've got uh i've got a couple of of reviews here so zan brooks from the guardian gave it three out of five and said uh, paul verhoeven is one of uh one of world cinema's great provocateurs the creative base the creator of basic instinct starship troopers and l and yet the most shocking thing about benedetta his tale of lesbian nuns in 17th century tuscany is how tame and even tasteful it turns out to be at the risk of insulting benedetta it's mostly good clean wholesome fun wow I, I'm always I, I, the Guardian confuses me, you know, because you get get a review like this on one hand, and then you get the review last week from L, which is basically you know mm. apocalyptic, burn everything down, you know, it's it's, it's very strange, schizophrenic. Mm. Over but there. but that but that it is schizophrenic. But that um, particular article, the the one you just read out, to me that indicates um, I don't know a disappointing uh, anything goes attitude. Mm. Like why? Like the movie. Uh, actually, it also betrays their their uh, secular attitude. So because they don't care about anyone's faith or anything like that, have no mm. respect for that. Mm. Uh, unless someone's wearing yeah, if you're wearing a burqa or something, then it's beautiful. That's that's great. But if you've got any you know Christian inclinations, couldn't you see that that? Some of the basic things in this movie might be a little, little offensive. Mm. No. Yeah, or? yeah. Well, I guess if they if if they completely discount any of the religious stuff, then you know if they're kind of looking past all of that, then what is the movie? You know. But also, it it it's sort of this disappointing pornification of the world as well. I know I've just done the boobometer, but at the same time, <laughs> but at the same time, this 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 the left is obsessed with porn. They want porn to be. On your screensaver, they want yeah. it to be in the classroom. Everywhere they want WAP. They want yeah. They want your kids singing WAP. They want. They think it's great. They think anything goes. They think it's just bring it all on, you know. And that's why they go. It's a bit tame. And you go really. That's a bit disappointing. Mm. Like it's it's only tame if you're a total prevert, mm. you know. Like yeah. anyway. Well, let me read out the one from the New York Times. Uh, oh. Verhoeven might have aged he's now 83 but his love of the lurid has dimmed not one bit his screenplay with David Burke is a tasteless hoot gleefully cramming the frame with blood fornication and flagellations galore 
without uh, philosophizing over the religious repression or who gets to adjudicate divine intent, the movie represents lesbianism as a middle finger to the church power, insisting that bodily pleasures don't have to be bad for the soul. Should this be Verhoeven's swan song? That's a perfectly fine sign-off. Fucking hell, don't kill the man yet. Jesus. Mm. I know. Let, can he can he control that, or is this the <laughs> New York Times person? Going, mm. I don't know. Again, that's sort of yeah. It's kind of looking over stuff. You know, saying stuff like uh, it's a tasteless hoot. You know, gleefully mm. cramming the frame. Hedging. Yeah, yeah hedging. It's, it's so mm. in order to appeal to your what your Upper West Side cronies, mm. you've got to go. Oh, like I don't want to appear stuffy, but I kind of want to imply that. You know, this isn't this not on, but you yeah. know, it's yeah. still a bit of a hoot. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I I thought I would also include a smattering of headlines from IMDb reviews. So, uh, movie do said sexy nuns equals yes. He needs to listen to the podcast. <laughs> he he's one of you guys. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I know. Yes. Uh, another one said, uh, my jaw was on the ground uh, throughout the entire film. Someone said, what did I just watch? Uh, another person says, holy fuck. Which is <laughs> nice, nice play on words there. <laughs> and probably my favorite is Fifty Shades of Prey. Oh, great. Yeah. Great. These are all better than the New York Times. I know. <laughs> I'm not just saying that because we interviewed Ashley Rinsberg and we talked about how the New York Times sucks earlier in the week. <laughs> yeah. So they do. Uh yeah, great, great reviews. But um but annoying. Annoying. Like, you know, the ones before. Because I mean it's that that, that old thing of, you know, uh, where these people um aren't helping the new Verhovens. They're not mm, they're not. That's right. So if you got through the door before social media and before um the barbarians took over then you, you know we'll allow you to to run out the clock everyone else we're going to make sure you don't get in the room we're going to conspire against you we're going to tear you down and yeah they're not they're not helping anyone mm. they don't want no yeah they don't want Ken Russell they don't want Paul Verhoeven and David Cronenberg mm. so yeah fuck them mm. all right what's on the cards for next week cuz we are getting getting close to the end of the year yeah, it is. It's getting close. So we go, we're going out with a bang. Next week is, I believe, Wolf. Yes, it's sort of a uh, throwback to uh, our Halloween spooktacular. We thought we'd uh, come back for one more scary film. Yes, uh, but manly as well. Yes. You know, yeah. like that was the point. Um, it's a shame we can't do Keeper or Creeper with uh, <laughs> Jack yeah. and James Spader and Jay Spader, but. Um, <laughs> We are going to go out with a bang. The last one, we're going to come back the week after that and, and have our our Christmas sign-off. Um, we don't do Christmas. We're not going to do Christmas. Everyone's doing these fucking Christmas movies. There's about five mm. of them. Fuck them. I don't want to do them. Mm. What we do is we're going to do Carry On, and we're going to Yay. do Carry On Spying, uh, where Kenneth, Kenneth Williams is the lead. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be great. Yeah. So Excellent. that'll be I'm a great excited. way to go out. You know, we've done, we've covered so much ground. We've done some heavy stuff. Mm. You know, I did, I've did the, like the Lars von Trier stuff really mm. hit me right in the breadbasket. So I feel like we've done a lot of good work and now we just need to kick back and, you know, rest on our laurels. Mm. Yeah. 
right. with some Kenneth. Yeah. Mm. Delicious. Well, uh, we said what we said, AJ. Yeah. It's the end of the year. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We'll see. We'll see what you say when it's Black History Month. Mm. Oh. Or when we do Pride Month. That's yes, coming we do up. Pride yeah. Month next year. Pride Month. Yeah. But I'm mainly going to populate it with just hot lesbian movies. Okay. <laughs> so. Well, aren't might, we running might out of might throw those? in a few, a few fags for you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's outrageous, oh, but at the, that's outrageous. But at the same time, if they're still listening after an hour and a half of this shit, then they deserve to hear all the stuff that, that the cancelable stuff. You know, like why put it at the beginning when they can just the New York Times people or whoever does it in 2050. They put it at the end. They have to listen to the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, until next time. Long live the new flesh. Oh, oh fuck it. Long, long live, long live the new flesh. <laughs> <laughs>